You are now tuned into the Plancast. To the plan cast. <laughs> Welcome to yet another episode. My name is Frank, and I'll be taking the next 20 minutes of your time. Yeah. So, on today's episode, we have music executive. Should I put the let me let me put some chair? Yeah. <laughs> we have Lucas J seated with me, aka King Lou. Lucas is one of the most respected music executives in in Nige down to Africa. So look, just I don't know, tell us, tell us about yourself, you know, like, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my name is Lucas, Lucas J, also known as, um, King Blue, I'm a cultural entrepreneur, music executive, music promoter, a and I'm a bunch of things, um, with time you get to know more about me, yes, thank you for having me, yes, sir, so, Lou, like, how long have you been, how long have you been in this game, you know, like, how did you start? I started uh, music as um, a rapper and a producer. Yeah. You know, so in 2004. 2004? Yes, that's when I started music. That's when I started rapping. That's and like. Do the oh, maths. Shit, Do the maths. Well, check. <laughs> oh, man. 2000. 2004. This guy is actually checking. <laughs> 19 years? Yeah, it's been long in the game, bro. Whoa. Shit. You know. That's a long ass time. So like how did you start? Like how did you start? So um a friend of I have I know I, I, I I've always had this love and passion for music mm. right from when I was a when I was a boy. I used to, you know, back back in those days what we usually use is a, a, a cassette tape yeah. and a recorder. So my dad my dad had this deck. When he goes to work, I just put in the cassette and, 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 and he record. Yeah. Yes. So what happens is when I record, it wipes off any original music on that tape. My, and you can imagine my father buying using his money to buy tapes with, with, with Osadebe, Oliver the Cook, and all these now guys. I'll wipe it, I'll wipe it and, and record my rap. I'll just tell you, it's like. <laughs> See, the kind of beating I receive from this man, you know, just for the love of music. So, yeah. Um, a friend, a friend of mine, took me to studio first time in two thousand and um, think four. Yes, um, that was my first contact with music. Yeah. We made music, we recorded. I was like, okay, I started falling in love. It started going deeper and deeper till 
and now joined a group in in just then called uh, too much you know this group produced a bunch of hit songs in just yeah. you know so um after just i traveled to ghana wait what <laughs> what are the hit songs so this song called popular song back in in those days in just called jizi mohala mm-hmm. you know it's called jizi mohala oh, back damn. in those days in just it was this, popular in just you think right now that jizi mohala is like on like let's say streaming platform no there was no streaming platform then mm. all, all we had then was uh, alaba we had alaba we had um um djs yeah you know had the radio stations you know are those, those guys were, still in business like of singing um who the we, guys that sang the, the group no i wasn't it's just me oh, and the guy yes yeah the other guy yes i'm the other guy <laughs> the, the, no, like the, you and the other guy, right? Yes. Is the other guy still in business? So he's he he's he's making now? gospel music right now. Oh yeah, so he just switched from from so secular to gospel. Yeah. And me, I'm still I'm still making music and yeah. you know, yeah, I'm still here doing my thing just for the love of the of the game. I think that's really really dope and amazing. And starting from like being a rapper, yes. Now. It's not like you're transitioning to a music executive, or you've transitioned Just to actually, like a yeah, music executive. executive yeah. So, what in between that? Like, yeah, I do know that when it comes to like radio and TV plugins, you're the speed plug is like the go-to. It's like a highly requested uh, company for that. So, like, how do you now go from like being a rapper to Going into music plugin because I know that radio has evolved like so much. You know, like now you now you can just like hit up one of the OEPs, you know, like play them stuff, and if if it's dope enough and if it's moving, they can actually consider having you know the playlist. You the know, playlist, like yeah. I know that there there are payola systems, but there's still that that whole organic stuff still happens. It still know, happens, like, yeah. But now OAPs are way more accessible, you know. Like, how was it then? Like, when did you start doing radio plugins? Like, and how was it then? Like, how how was your first encounter? Like, can you remember? This is story story that really changed everything for me. Um, I was still a, I was still a rapper then, and mm. I had this OAP friend back in Jos, you know. I used to go to his radio station, to, you know, to visit him sometimes, and then. Yep. One day, an artist, an upcoming artist, just like myself, walked into the station. You know, then what we used, to, what we used in uh, submitting our songs, then we used uh, a CD, the round CD. Yeah. You know, the disc. The CD ROM, the. Yes, the round one. VCD. V- play, yes. VCD disc. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we used to submit our songs. Then, so the guy came with it, a bunch of it he printed from, I don't know, a printer, but a bunch of it he dropped with the, with the OAP, you know, soliciting for support, um, to get his song played on the radio. Okay, after the guy walked away because he didn't, you know, I don't know, maybe he didn't drop money or something. Yeah. I saw the OAP right in my presence toss this boy's CD into the dustbin. I, I was like, wow. I went to him. I never stopped thinking about it. I went to him. I was still thinking about it. I was like, nah, I think I need to I need to be a promoter. Whoa. That was what changed it for me. Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> that is some emotional damage. Like that was that, that was a, that was a turning point. That was a turning point. I was like, okay, I think I need to um, 
quit this music thing for now, as in being on the front line. Yeah. I started um, promoting, learning how to promote music. But I didn't start with radio first. I started with um, online blogs like Not Just Okay, Two Exclusive, Jagoda, all those guys. I had contacts. I'm a very friendly person. I know how to yeah. network. I know how to make friends. So I had friends in those spots. Not Just Okay, Two Exclusive, Jagoda, all these guys. You know. So I help artists get their song on the on those platforms for a fee. You know, that's how I was hustling, you know, putting money together, all that stuff, before I now expanded to radio. Yeah. You know, in, I expanded radio in 2014. That's when I expanded to radio. I started doing radio, you know, plugging for two other, I was managing two artists then, back in those days. You know, I started with their own plugin and then expanded to other artists. Yeah. That's how this thing started for me. I started building my network. Um, right now, we, we, uh, we cover at least 15 cities in Nigeria and then uh, 66 cities in Africa. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yes, so that's what we do right now. That's where the passion brought me to. So can you remember like your point of contact? Like what was your point of contact that brought you into the radio game? Like who did you first speak to that? Oh, hey man, like how can I get my stuff on air and stuff like that? My first point of contact with, with no doubt is Nedu. It was yeah. Nedu. The same Nedu. Uh, Mazobia. Yes, Nedu. Yeah. You know, I uh, Nedu worked with a company that was working with at that point, a telecoms company. Mind you, I'm sure I didn't mention that. No. I also worked with a telecoms company. We're producing, oh, yeah. we producing coloring back tunes, yeah. you know, and all that. I worked with them. You know, so Nedu also equally worked there, but he, he was my senior. He left before, yeah. you know, anything. And I heard he was working on the radio and I approached him and I asked him how far. He plugged me in, introduced me to one person. From one person, I started I started getting contact of other people, other people in the, in the game. Shout out to Nadu. <laughs> <laughs> That's very impressive, you know. Yes, so the contact was from Nadu, you know, before I started expanding to where I am today. So mm. kudos, big shout out to Nadu. Let's give up. Yes. <laughs> Man. So. You, if you wanted to get like, let's say, if you wanted to get music, then you get it through CDs. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh hey man, this is my CD. Can you spin it? Yes. So now like, how do we now like? Okay, radio, radio. I remember like, radio was really a thing then. Yes. Like you, you in in school we have like, there's this Walkman. Walk, yeah, like especially with the Walkman. You know, there's the ones that is very com- like very cheap. It's like it's plastic. It's just FM that has one tiny. One tiny, yeah, yes, yeah, like yes. <laughs> a lot of people in, in school, like once you had that stuff in school, like your song, and you're you're listening to actual radio stuff. There's no MP3 or whatever. It's just like you're looking at. That's when people are they were paying attention to like to like stations. You know, mm-hmm. like people play like maybe Cool FM because Cool FM has like very chill. Jams and you're, if you're looking at like all this like very if you're looking at Afro beats Afro beat and like the local station you're looking at the Wazobia you know like I'm not even sure if Wazobia and this thing they were existing then were they I'm not, I don't even know nah they're not okay let's look okay, at Wazobia and cool they even the new age station station I don't know like, like it's a fact so like so those stations yeah Rhythm FM you know you like know, back in those days so what stations were there then. So um, we had we had Rhythm FM. Rhythm FM was like the, the most popular station then. Mm. 
you know, that was where people like uh, DJs like DJ Neptune started, like in the 90s. Mm. He's, that guy is an OG, you know. Big shout out to DJ Neptune. So that's where he started, actually. So we had like Rhythm FM, we had like, um, we had like, uh, that is from the 90s. Wazubi as they, they came in the 2000s. From the 90s, we had Rhythm FM. Rhythm FM was like one of the most popular stations we had then. And yeah, I should say Rhythm FM. Mm. was one of the most popular stations we had then. But in the 2000s, we had Kenny's Music, uh, Kenny's uh, FM, we had the Brilla, we had um, likes of Wazobia coming in, Nigerian Info, and the rest of them. So, like, for, so ever since then, you've just been really been heavy on having songs get spun on the radio and on TV, having videos, Played on TV. That's very dope because, like, if you're looking at Uber now, it's like a good. Normally, like, me speaking for myself, I would never just tune into like the radio, right? Except, except maybe there's an artist that I maybe I I like. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of, and he's going live. And even if there's an artist that I like and it's going live, it has to really be a conversation that it is it. You know, maybe this person's first airplay because like if a person goes for airplay for every song that you release what are you really talking about you know like it's just like it's the same question i will be really ginger about the, the first interview like the second one i might just check in but if you're talking about the same thing there's really no difference you know like i wouldn't pay attention no matter how much mm-hmm. you and that is why that is why it's not advisable to always go for media tours whenever you release a song you just you have to space it out on, on until when you have like a proper strong conversation to have on radio. Yep. You know, you, ha- you maybe you release a single and you're about to release a second single. You, you went for media tour and you're about to release a second single and going for media tour. That's wrong. That's the wrong move. You know, space it out until when you have like an EP, an actual yeah. body of work. So that's like a more, you know, it's going to be a, a more broader conversation. It wouldn't be limited to Q&As. Yeah. You get what I mean? I definitely think so. Like, because what are you really saying about the same song in how many radios? I'm not saying that it's it's because I usually recommend it too. Yes. But if you're doing that for every other release, every time you're releasing, like you're wasting money. So this right. is how every uh, what, marketing is about strategy. Yeah, you know um, that's why I always advise um, most of the artists that come to me to make sure they focus their energy on radio stations that's going to give them more listenership and then. Yeah. Um, and not try to do everything, but people have money to spend, so yeah. they, they just decide to you know cover up everywhere. But my advice is always do the top five, top six, or top seven stations, mm-hmm. you know, and just let it be. You know, focus on do your digital. Digital is the, is where we are right now, man. Yeah. Radio is supported. Radio is heavy. TV is heavy. Everything is in sync right now. Whatever is happening on social media affects or impacts what is happening on radio and what is happening on TV. So they're all in sync. Um, digital, radio, TV, and street club DJs are all that stuff. What a DJ! If a DJ sees a song on top five, a DJ wants to spin that song. True. And the DJ True. spinning that song, somebody's walking into the into the club and listening to the Shazam the song. I like the song. Everything is in sync. It's played on radio. Mm-hmm. Radio guys go out. These uh, the the schedulers they go out. They have fun. They know songs playing on the street. They know songs um, getting more attention on digital on social media. That is going to affect how they do their chart placements or how they play, how they, they kind of support, they give the song on radio. 
every radio station wants to play a popular song for their rating to go high. Every radio station wants to play popular songs because they want that rating to go high. You get what I mean? Yeah. They want those. They want the adverts to come. Nobody wants to, you know, market or advertise with a radio station that um, doesn't have listenership or doesn't have like that spotlight. So they try to play more, you know, more music. They try to play more popular music. That doesn't mean they don't support the emerging ones, but yeah. so your song has to be good. So that is why it's a job of people like us that are like the intermediaries to see these songs, make sure whatever song we're sending, sending on radio is a quality record and not just any any song. Yeah. You know, that's our job as here now is equally to make sure the quality control additional, of this song is on point. Mm-hmm. Additional quality. Yes, quality. Records, if you yeah. come to me right now for promotion, the first thing I ask you, send me the song. I have to listen to the song. If the song is good, I'll I'll sign up for the, for the promotion. But if it's not good, I'll tell you straight up, this is not good. But I think you should do this. I always give constructive uh, criticism, yeah. like give you ideas on how to improve on your record, and then come back. You know, but I don't like. It's not about it's not about the money. It's about the quality of music you're putting out. Because at the end of the day, people that I work with, they are my friends. You know, they trust me because they trust my taste of music. That is why if I send them an email, they can easily open that email because they know I'm definitely sending them dope shit. Am I, are we allowed to say shit? Yet? Yeah, you're allowed to curse, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, you know we're going to send them send them dope shit. You yeah. know, so it's a, it's a relationship that we've built over time. You know what I mean? So the focus is usually the quality of the record over the budget. Hmm. Quality of record over. Let this one sink, you know. Let it enter. Let it enter your. Your medulla oblongata. <laughs> Let it sink in. Yeah, the they quality, got it. You just have to understand. Quality is important. If the quality of your bag is bigger than the quality of your music, forget it. What's the law? No traces, man. <laughs> man, that the your the lifespan of your career and the flexibility of it just shows pretty much consistency, you know, like, it shows consistency, it shows, like, the importance of consistency, right? Mm-hmm. And it sh- also shows that, the also shows the importance of evolution. Yeah. You feel me? Like, one question before I continue the importance of evolution, you mentioned that since the day you saw that guy yeah. just flip, flip, Fling your CD into the trash. Yes, you decided to like go into. Would you? What would you? Every artist do that, make that same uh, move. You know, like, because you might take it as disrespect. Like that was a disrespect on you on his art. Like, mm-hmm. And so, should what would you? How should an artist handle that whole situation? You know, like. See ya. Um, the reason why I felt that way is because I value art. I make music myself. I know what it takes to make music. I know what it takes to get even the inspiration, you know, to write a song, bounce on that beat, do the final touch, I do mix and mastering. Yeah. And then, after that process, I hand my CD to somebody to support me. You should, you should come on straight to me and say, and, say, and um, I can't support you. I don't like your music than just toss it in the trash. 
that artist, that, what happened to that artist? That, that artist didn't see it. I was the only one that saw it. You get what I mean? But yeah. if anybody disrespects you like that, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure you should take it to heart. Just go back, listen to your music, work on your art, go back to the drawing board. You know, because nobody is capable of rejecting quality music. True. If the music is good, you won't even think about the money. Then. But then, then it was about the money. It was really about the money. But this new age radio stations and the OAPs, it's not really about the money. The quality of the record matters, matters a, lot. a lot. And then when the money comes, it's like an incentive. Man. You get what I mean? It's like a yeah. gift. It's not as if you're paying them. You're not paying nobody. Mm. You get what I mean? We're not. That's yeah. why I don't like uh, when people say pay your land. You have to pay. You have to pay the radio stations to do shit. No, man, bro. If the music is no good, they're not going to support. Regardless, even even if you have the whole millions. Bro, but I've, I've heard some kind of like some really shit music on the radio. I can't even lie. I don't know who sent those music there. I've really heard some At really what station? On Sound City? On the radio. I know I can't really say the name of the station. Okay. But I've really heard... I've really heard some really shit music on the radio, like mad. You know, like I'll be wondering that. No disrespect to the arts but sometimes that is not your art you know like what people don't really understand is just like you're the ops for saying that but i have actually really heard a lot of the biggest music. problem with those kind of artists is the kind of guys they have around them the yes men they have around them that always make them feel like they are they are gods they're making quality yeah. record yeah if you have guys around you that don't tell you the truth about your music then you're doomed bro Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, but I'm speaking for my own self. Yeah. No whack music on yeah, my sure, table. For no. Sure, for sure. People that know me know that. You can yeah. never bring any whack music close to my table. I'm then, not going to push it. Then, the, so like, that pretty much shows the importance of like, staying consistent and as you're staying consistent with like a hustle, you shouldn't be like scared to also evolve. Like, Mm-hmm. Evolving and switching to a different area doesn't really mean that you're going off consistency. Wow. It just shows that, like, yeah, you're willing to take on new challenges and discover new areas that matter. So, but this, this right, yeah, you, bro, you have a wall of Nigerian artists <laughs> on the wall. There are pictures, bro, like. This, this, few of them that this is it. this is very interesting, man. Because personally, me, I would never have pictures of. For me to have the picture, like you have to, I, like the love has to really, it has to be way more than a job, you know. Like it's I, just, I it's, love everyone. So like every single person, mm. man, Frank. You understand how I work? If I don't like you, I don't like your music, I'm not coming close to you. If the vibe is wrong, I'm not coming close to you. Yeah. But most of the artists I'm working with are all dope talents, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've connected with them on a certain level. You get what I mean? So, yeah. Definitely dope. Yeah. I mean, some of them are like, I mean, at least I know one here that's not dope. <laughs> the rest are Frank, dope. Frank, so I know one that's not dope. You're not telling me something, Frank. <laughs> I know one year that's not dope, you know? <laughs> oh my but goodness. I, I mean, like, they make dope music, definitely, you know, like, but 
for me to have like a whole wall, like I just because when you create, you see and you breathe and you eat, on, like you, it's quite interesting. It's just like engulfing yourself deep into the, the industry. But it's quite fascinating, man. For me personally, can't be me. Except I love the art, like I love them really more than like a, mm. a job or like because artists. We all know that majority of artists, you can love them, but um, they don't love you back. You know, like, they love what you can bring to the table. Like, that's facts. You know, like, you can love them, but they love you as long as you're relevant. Like, as long once the relevance just goes, they won't do it. So I can only put a, an artist that can put my own face on their in their house. Mm. You cannot put my face in your house. I'm a get out. <laughs> I swear, but yeah, man, big respect, big love. Thanks a lot for spending the 25 minutes. Like, thanks a lot for like spending the last 25 minutes speaking about like your come up and really displaying the importance of consistency and evolution, you know, like, mm -hmm. and bro, keep up the great work. Thank you, you know, like. So is there any like last thing you would like to, to say? Before we sign up, maybe this should go out to um, <coughs> tell them. This should go out to because I I usually love speaking about um, artists a lot because it's my thing. Um, this should go out to all the artists. There's something I tweeted a few days ago. I said, I said the music industry is capital intensive right now, and um, um, only those that have um, the structure, the funding, and um, whatever drive in this space you know but that that shouldn't be the reason why you as an artist you're giving up on your dreams just keep uh, making the art keep creating making good music and keep amplifying it definitely um there's somebody out there that's going to see you discover you and then sign you you know so just don't stop making music because you're going to do that peace yes sir king glue signing out thank you for having me yes sir bless it's a it's a great it's a great occasion. And now we have to go. <laughs> you are now tuned into the podcast.